0: And Welcome to the Jim Baker Family Show, coming to you from the village of Morningside, USA, snuggled in the beautiful Ozark Mountains. Today, our special guest is the founder of IGBY International Ministries and watchman for this generation, Zach Drew. Our co-hosts today are Marcella Woodall, Mondo De La Vega, and I'm Ricky Baker. And now, live from Grace Street at Morningside, USA, here are your hosts, Pastors Jim and Lori Baker. Thank you,
1: Ricky Baker. Welcome, everyone, to our program. Hi, there. We have one of the great experts in everything today, (laughs) Zach Drew, back with
0: us.
1: (laughs) He spent a long time, almost seven years with me. Over seven, seven and a half years. Wow. In college, Mm -hmm. and he graduated, and today he is a watchman on the wall for millions of people. Amen. His generation. Thank he you. is a former co host of the Jim Baker Show. That's right. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he's a graduate of the Morningside School of Media. Awesome. Yes. Amazing. But Zach is today the host of the Zach Drew Show that is featured on the PTO Voice of the Prophets television network. So we're glad to have you we're here. We're so proud
2: of you, Zachary
3: yes. Drew. You. We love you. you. You're part of us.
1: It's good to come home.
3: We love love you so much.
1: Yeah, I just we're so proud of you. Still have a a sad part of me that you left. I know. (laughs) (laughs) We love you very, very much. You you became a part of our life here. Yes. And uh, but we're proud of you what you're doing. We are. Amen. Thank you. Your televisions going into millions of homes. I know. Amen.
2: Everything that I learned, it was um, it was not um, a stroke of luck that I came here it was a god ordained destination yeah. it really was and even through a set of supernatural experiences he told me to come here and to learn and that's what i did and i learned under you and you guys became you know the greatest mentors of my life and mm. and uh, taught me everything that i know that's why i'm doing the show today and our our tv uh, show is 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 growing every month, so and, uh, you know, we're expanding our, our networks, and, yes. and it's because of what I learned here, mm-hmm. saying yes to God.
1: Yeah, that's right, that's amen. It, saying yes you stayed long God. enough to really absorb the calling of God in your life. Amen. And, and that is what most kids don't do. They won't. Mm-hmm. sit still long enough to, to, to learn.
2: You know, and I was taught that, and it's something that I've taught many times, And it's that God is outside of our space and time domain. And like we've talked about on this program many times, the human experience, right? We view time like we're watching a parade. We see the beginning, we see the middle, and we see the end as it passes in front of us. Mm. But God has an aerial view. He sees it all at the same time simultaneously. And the word omnipresent in the Hebrew, I actually learned this from One of my old master's directors, actually, (laughs) uh, Lloyd Ziegler. And he said this, that it would suggest that God is actually in all time, at all time. Whenever we think about television and there's 30 frames per second, imagine a camera angle in every possible space throughout the entire universe going way faster than 30 frames a second. And God is in every single frame of everything. He is in all time, at all time. He's not just with us right now. He's with us where we're going to be at the end of the show. He's there. He's there. Whenever we walked on stage, he was there whenever God called you to what he called you to. And whenever God called you to something, it's typically a moment of extreme excitement. You think the world is to be had. No problems will ever face me. (laughs) But then guess what happens? You go through some valleys. You learn some hard lessons. And guess what? The fact is this, is that many young people, whenever they answer the call of God, they give up because they don't understand that whenever God called them to that mission field, He was also with them in those incredibly difficult moments, Mm. in the moments that they think God has abandoned me. No, when God called you, he was already in that moment of difficulty. And so it's having a perspective Mm. of God that he's outside of our space and time domain. And if God has called you to something, it doesn't matter how good it is, how bad it is, how exciting it is, how boring it is. It doesn't matter. We are servants unto Christ, yes. and if God has called you to something, then you persevere through it, yes. and you'll be rewarded. Yeah,
4: yes. true. true. Praise
1: God. When you first came, we met your mother and father, and they're here. They are here. At the here. show tonight, today. Front and center. And, uh, <laughs> and two
3: extra special people with them.
1: That's right. Who's so that? j- we
2: introduce your mother and dad, and yes. there's a couple kids there with them. So here we have, we have my mom, Jana Drew, and... Dennis Drew. They have been married for how long? Yell, how yell long have you been
3: married, guys? 40, 43 40 years. 43 years.
2: Wow. Yes. Yeah. And then I have my beautiful children here. Um, next to go? my mom is, right. you can't quite see him. His head doesn't quite yeah, come up. <laughs> That's little Jedediah Zachary. <laughs> oh. They're waving. Hey
0: Jed Jed, hey buddy. And there's <laughs> They're hey, hey,
5: buddy. <laughs> and
2: there's my little movie star, yeah. Anessa Olive. Aww. Hey, baby. Can you wave?
5: <laughs> They're sweet.
2: <laughs> How old are they, Zachary? Uh, five. They both had their birthdays in June. They're five and three. Wow. So Anessa's five and Jed is three. Oh, I love you. We love that. you guys. <laughs>
4: They're <so>
3: sweet. <laughs> I love, and I love so much. I, I have such huge honor and respect for these two people, your mom and your dad. They They, they knew to let you go at 18 years old and pursue what God's called you to do and you know not all parents do that (laughs) I mean really they don't and and they hang on and they hold on or they try to make them do what they want them to do but Mm -hmm. you know I really I have huge honor and respect for these two people sitting right here in front of me and let them You be a part of us, you know. I mean, you have your family. You have the most amazing family and your sister and brother-in-law and your brother and Mm -hmm. sister-in-law and everybody. But they let you be a part of our family. I mean, it's kind of a thank you. Thank you for the gift of Zachary, guys. Zach,
1: your show is on our network uh, on Fridays at 11 a.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, I have a clip of your show. Oh, cool. I thought So I'll let your people see your show. And then Mondo's going to tell you where you can find it. So let's roll that little clip of Zach Drew's show.
2: The world is changing so fast. It seems like every day we're waking up and a new technological development has occurred. And it almost seems impossible to keep up with. We are in the latter days. I actually would even make a case that we are in the, the birth pains, or maybe your translation says time of sorrows that, that precedes this tribulation time. You see, Satan wants to be like God. That has been it from the beginning. He was cast out of heaven because of pride because he wanted, he wanted equality, or even to be better than God himself. And his mission from the very beginning is to destroy what God has instituted as good or has said is good and to create a demonic parallel of God's kingdom. That has been his goal. Even though you know he, he, he'll, he'll know the word better than you and I, he's got to know that it doesn't end well for him in the end. Think about the world that we're headed into and it's so close. Yes, it is. People, people listen, you better buckle up. And you better get prayed up because we have just entered the fourth
1: industrial revolution.
5: Wow. Manu, tell us how to, how to find Zach Drew Show. Listen, you can go to ptlnetwork.com and go to the channel listings for your area. This program is syndicated nationally through the Voice of the Prophets Network and you can download the free app on your phone, or better yet, if you have Roku, you just download the free channel there. The PTL Network channel is going to be right there. Fridays—it's unbelievable because Friday seems to be one of the key days But you can catch the Zach Drew Show. 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 10 p.m. Eastern Time, you can catch the Zach Drew Show. But make sure that you can download the PTL Network channel on Apple TV, Amazon Fire. Of course, Roku, but we love the app. You can download the free app on your phone. And if you'd rather watch us on television, just go to theptlnetwork.com, check out the channel listings for your area. All major cities in the United States can carry this program.
1: Zach, I want you to start out today. You're a researcher. You, You have always been a researcher. You've traveled the world over researching. And I want you to share with us What is artificial intelligence? Everybody, it seems to be the the subject that's on the minds of so many people today. Tell us about artificial intelligence.
2: Well, I would say, first off, that artificial intelligence, you know, we are just flesh without blood. There's life in our blood. That's right. You know, whenever we we even talk about in, in the scripture how whenever it talks about the blood would cry out from the ground, there is life in the blood. And without it, we are dead. But the fact is this, is that the blood coursing through the veins of the Antichrist system that's going to make it all possible is artificial intelligence. Mm. What they are building right now, there are so many different prophetic scriptures that men and women of God that studied the word, let's say 80 years ago, could never make sense of until today. And to put it simply, artificial intelligence is a machine's ability to gather data and to process it in a cognitive manner um, very similar to that of a human mind. Mm -hmm. It's machine learning. Now,
1: are you frightened by it at all?
2: Well, that's a huge question. So I, I'm a researcher. I do this. I, I go into all these topics all the time. Um, I would say the word is alarmed. I'm incredibly alarmed, and the people need to know, and they need to know how to prepare for it. Right. I'm not fearful of it. I, I, uh, I don't want to try to appear tougher than I am, but I'm not fearful of many of the things coming um, because I understand that I was called for such an hour as this, right. that, that if, if the Lord has called me to be born in this area, then he is going to equip me And sustain me through it. So no, I'm not fearful. And if you and if you are fearful, because technically we will be talking about things today that one could be fearful of, Mm -hmm. and I understand that and I acknowledge it. But you, as the body of believers, if you have fear in your heart because of these things, then take hope and be reassured as well that you have fear because your eyes aren't in the right place. If you keep your eyes on Jesus, you have no need to fear, even though fearful things are coming upon the earth. And yes. Without God, you should be utterly and completely terrified of what they're building right now. Yeah.
1: Wow. wow. Yes. Without God. Without God. Zach, you talked about data being the new oil. Explain that to me. Sure. Yeah. So the fact is, this is that you know,
2: war. I'm gonna tell you right now that Saudi Arabia would look like much of Africa. If oil was not there. Mm -hmm. Oil has what made the has made the world go round. Wars are won and fought, and many proxy wars or even other wars are truly fought because of oil. It is, as it's been said, oil is the black gold. It makes the world go round. The new oil is your data. Okay? It's the data. It's they are harvesting your data. From every every technology-centered device that you carry on you and that's within your home, people are profiting off of it incredibly, it's an incredibly lucrative thing. But data is the new oil. And I'll be sharing something in just a few moments of how, well, even, um, for example, Saudi Aramco, the most profitable company in the history of the world, looks to even sell off more shares of their oil, the things that have made them their so prosperous in their kingdom survive to invest solely into artificial intelligence because they believe that there is a greater ROI a return on investment there are greater yields to be had by selling their own oil and investing in AI come on that wow. is revolutionary wow. but data is food for AI in, in the same way food to the uh, excuse me Uh, In the same way, food to the human body sustains us. Data is food to AI. Without data, artificial intelligence is just artificial. There's no intelligence. There's nothing. Without data, there cannot be artificial intelligence. So what they're building, AI is going to become so sophisticated within seven years' time, and I'll get to that, Mm. and then if the Lord should tarry within 13 years or within 17 years' time— That there will be such super intelligence walking amongst us and within us Mm. that it should terrify the unbelieving world. But how they are building it right now is by collecting your data Mm. and they are collecting it. They are mining human beings. They are mining you, grandma, right now. Mm. Okay, like coal.
3: Now, what do you say? Okay, okay, so I'm a grandma. Okay, so I'm, you know, my mid 60s. So, so when you say they're mining, they're when they're, they're collecting. They're collecting. So data. when I go on my phone and order anything or do anything, anything, they're collecting all this information. That's
2: right, and everyone is now. They, they, you talk about often the what's referred to as the frightful five, and it's you know it's Amazon, Apple, Facebook, Google, and Microsoft, but it is your phone, which is Apple. Most of ours are yeah. Android, yeah. And Google, and but it's all of our apps, it's our streaming devices it's our routers, it's our smart televisions, it's our smart printers, it's our emails, it's everything they are collecting data from, and we're gonna to get to it later. Okay. The federal government is even buying massive amounts of our personal data, which they could one day use against us. But that's, that, is, that is the political side of this. Right. But, yes, they are mining humans like a natural resource right now. Wow. Wow. And there's money to be had. Oh,
1: my. There's so much money. So Lori is probably a social media. Uh, not, she's not really into social media, but she buys stuff online. She, she's an Amazonite person. Amazonite. <laughs> <laughs> Amazon. Sorry. <laughs> And I'm Amazonian. Sure, I
3: sent to, to Zach in the green room. I'm like, Zachary, what am I supposed to do? I just order everything. I mean, I don't know what to do anymore. She don't go
1: out shopping anymore. Well she used to shop. You don't shop Mm-mm. much at all.
3: Mm-mm. But
1: you shop online. I do. Yeah. So you even buy our groceries online. Yes. And and so <laughs> they are collecting all the data. They probably know more about Lori Graham Baker. Than just about anybody else because she's she's online a lot. That's right.
2: They're actually creating what, what is referred to in the tech in the tech community as a digital ghost. You will have a digital ghost of yourself. Whenever you go to be with the Lord, mm-hmm. they will they will have they will know everything about you. And that's why there are actually a lot. There's uh, some major tech companies with with substantial amounts of capital that are creating AI to represent Lori Baker for your children to summon and speak to so they never actually have to tell you goodbye. And it's already so advanced that it will sound just like you. The images will appear just like you. It will know all of your preferences, and it will know you likely better than your own family because even our most intimate thoughts and we're going to get to that wow. probably in tomorrow's program. AI can now decipher. And like I said, there is so much money. I mean, can we just sit there and just think about how Saudi Arabia wants to sell their oil to invest in AI? Like, that's just, the that's just craziest Maybe thing. Right. Yeah. That's yeah, a little yeah. timeline. Is, it started in 2017 when Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman of Saudi Arabia he wanted uh, to sell, uh, he wanted Saudi Aramco to go public. And he wanted it initially to offer it as an IPO, an initial public offering, because it's a private right now. They own it. So they wanted to take fi- a 5% stake of the 100% stake that they own and offer it to the public. Uh, now, remember, this company is the world's most profited, profitable co- company ever. Huh. Ever. Ever. Not, not, no, <laughs> I'm talking Apple, i talking Google, by far, ever. And they want to sell it to invest in AI. Why would you want to sell right. the most profitable company in the existence of mankind to invest into something else entirely? Mm-hmm. So what happened was this. It kind of slowed down because in 2018, the CIA confirmed that Mohammed bin Salman, the crown prince, not the king, the crown prince, had ordered the assassination of the journalist, Jamal Khashoggi. Remember, he wa- worked yes. for Washington right. Post, yeah. and he was a descendant, and he was critical of the crown prince and mm-hmm. and the and, and the family, and they killed him. Mm-hmm. And it was awful. And like I said, the CIA confirmed that, yes, he did order the assassination, and they literally dismembered the body using a bone saw. And well, what happens is whenever you dismember a body using a bone saw, it has a way of kind of chilling investor appetite, okay? So (laughs) they were trying to go 5%, sell 5%, but because of that, they were ended ended up in 2019 able to offer their first stake to the public at 1.5% at $29.4 billion, which does put a valuation of their company at nearly a $2 trillion company. Wow.
4: Wow. Now,
2: because of this and, and the radical change that the crown prince was wanting to make to Saudi Arabia, and with the dealings publicly because of the murdered journalist, the king took the reins back. He said, hey, uh, this is all a little premature. Mm. Okay, understand that the king, it's been reported that he doesn't have the greatest health. He is pushing 90. So very likely within soon within our lifetime, the crown prince will be the reigning king, and he will begin selling off massive shares of the company to invest into AI. Now, to sum this up, if the crown prince of Saudi Arabia would like to divest from oil, which has made them one of the most wealthiest countries in the world, to invest in artificial intelligence, then you better take it incredibly seriously okay. what the world's going to look like very sh- short, shortly to come. It's going to look be
0: so wild. It's going to be like a sci-fi movie, Pastor Jim. Wow. Don't go away. We'll be right back after this special message. I want to thank
1: you for watching the Jim Baker Show today. We want to encourage you to stand with us. If you want to support a message of the last days, we bring great men and women of God, the prophets of God to this program every day. We need to stay on the air till Jesus comes. I need your support today. That monthly giving will keep us on the air. Times are tough, but God's people can make anything happen. With God in unity, we can bring miracles to pass. A dollar a day, many are joining that club right now. We also have the Jubilee Club at $50 a month. And then we have my club, the President's Club, at $100 a month. I need your support. Pray about becoming a monthly partner. We are totally in the last days, but we must keep the message of the gospel going forth. We need your support, and I pray that if you have the ability today to give a one-time gift to keep the devil away and to meet our budgets this month, we need help desperately I'm going to personally, for my Social Security, I'm going to give a $1,000 gift today to the ministry. And I hope someone will join with me and give that one-time gift as well. But these monthlies will keep us going till Jesus comes if you'll just do that. So call me right now, one 988 1588 Remember that God loves you. He really does. Thank you for calling. Bye-bye.
0: And now let's get back to the show.
1: You talk about surveillance capitalism. Yes. What does that mean? Mhm. So does once that again, this kind
2: of goes to how data is the new oil and people are exploiting
1: data because it's kinda... Data is the new oil. Data is are the you new hear, oil. Uh, did y'all hear that yeah. what is that um, You've said it several times now yeah. so we better get it. That's right.
2: So whenever you like you know you're passing through farms and you see the oil you know, going Absolutely. up and down, they're trying to yeah. gather oil and, and make some money. That is what basically every company is trying to do right now. They're trying to harvest your data um, to, make, to make some money. So it's called surveillance capitalism. Oh. So there is a woman by the name of Shoshana Zuboff, and she currently is a professor of business administration at, at Harvard. Now, in 1988, she kind of wrote a landmark book that, that took the um, tech community by storm, and it was called The Age of the Smart Machine, The Future of Work and Power, and what it did was it changed the way uh, so many thought about the impact that computers and were gonna have uh, at work and, on, and in society. So she's been studying ever since then, and she has made it a point never to write anything else since then until just recently. And so you kind of saw the first couple of teasers of these academic journals publishing what she's about ready to speak on in 2015 and 2016. And what these revealed was that she had come up with a brand new lens in which to view the major frightful five of the Google, the Facebook, the Amazons, as nothing less than a new spawning variant of capitalism. Now, obviously, anybody that knows me or knows anything about my show knows that I am incredibly pro-capitalist. Yes. Right? Yes. And I take it to heart and I practice it. Yep. you sure do. This type of capitalism is evil, it's wicked, it exploits you, it is, I believe every American has a right to privacy, and this forfeits it all. Because this is advancing so quickly, Hmm. like in the third industrial revolution at the beginning of the digital age, people didn't know how to react to the internet, and they're just buying web domains and this and that, people were losing billions, the bubble had popped, because it was like the Wild West, it was,
4: yeah.
3: we
2: have entered into the new Wild West yeah. of artificial intelligence mm-hmm. and there aren't laws that currently protect our data Wow. and that's what they're exploiting. So this new surveillance capitalism, let me explain it to you. It works by providing free services that billions of people cheerfully use all the apps on your phone. Oh, boy. Everything within your home, but within your home nearly today in 2023 that you plug into the wall. It enables the providers of those services to monitor the behavior of those users in astonishing detail, often without their explicit consent. So this is it. Let me, let me explain it now. Ready? As she puts it herself in her new book, Surveillance Capitalism, she writes, it unilaterally claims human experience as free raw material for a translation into behavioral data. Your experience as a human being is free, and it's able to They are able to grab it. It is not yours. I'm going to take it, and the data I can gather off of you, I will make money off of what is inside of you. Wow. It says this. It says right here, it says, the rest are declared as a proprietary behavioral surplus fed into advanced manufacturing processes known as machine intelligence and fabricated into prediction products, prediction products that anticipate what you will do now, (laughs) what you will do soon, and what you will do later. And these prediction products are traded in a new kind of marketplace, your data, grandma, that you're giving every day. Mm. They're traded in a brand new marketplace that you can refer to as a behavioral futures market. Surveillance capitalists have grown immensely wealthy from these trading operations for many companies are willing to lay bets on our future behavior. So, for example, we learned a few years ago, and then, and, and then, The world did not like it, so it's like we haven't heard anything since. But we remember the story a few years ago about how, remember those little vacuums, the Roombas? Yes. That, uh, you know, you just set out, and it'd go through your home, and it would vacuum, and you didn't have to worry about it anymore. Right. And so what it would do is that, you know, after a few times out of its little dock, it would... Memorize the layout of your home, mm-hmm. so therefore it just wouldn't just keep hitting your couch over <laughs> and over and over. It would learn. It was an it was a little it was a little AI mm-hmm. um, machine intelligent mm-hmm. um, vacuum, and so it would learn exactly the layout of your home, and it would know your blueprints. It would know where your couch is, where your entertainment systems are, mm-hmm. where um, a, a coffee table is. And Amazon bought the blueprints of our homes. Huh. Wow. And so therefore they can exploit it as well because they say, oh, well, here's the layout of their home. I, I think that uh, they really should have a coffee table in this area. So now we're gonna start getting advertisements for those coffee tables, because it knows the blueprints of our own home. But what's fascinating is this. We're entering into such an area where, once again, data is the new oil, where companies are making more money off of selling the data that their machines gather than what it actually takes to even purchase it. Mm. Wow. So I'm not, I'm not saying a Roomba is $100, but what I'm saying is this. You buy a Roomba for $100, they'll sell your data for $150. So they're not only making the 100 bucks, but they're making more money off of selling your data than the machines itself. What mm. a fascinating time to live in. Mm.
1: How much money is Maine made? All from selling this data, this
2: information—billions and billions and billions of dollars—and
1: uh, you're saying it's going to be more than oil. Yes. You oh, saying? absolutely.
2: So right now, so I remember we had a team of guys, team of about eight guys, and we would travel all around the world. We, we traveled to many different countries, and and at one point in time, a part of our the team that I was involved with was in Barcelona, Spain, and they're listening to a man who, because we were with the elite. Right. It was the second richest man in all of Japan, and he was giving a lecture in Barcelona, and his name is Masa Yoshi Son. And he said by the year 2030 that there should be one trillion connected devices throughout the world. So it's like, wow, that's, that's, a, that's a lot. Well, it's a lot whenever you put it in a comparison to what we have right now. That's nearly a 14,000% increase. What, so what's gonna happen over these next seven years? Mm. What's happening right now with artificial intelligence will explain it. And the fact is this, and, and uh, before I even go there, Masayoshi's son not only is the second richest man in Japan, but he was the owner of Arm, which is basically in almost 100% of all cell phones in the entire world. The microchip is from Arm. So this is this guy. Wow. Okay. He was also the the top guy of the the Saudi Arabia's um, vision plan, which just, I remember whenever they first announced it within their first wave, wave of fundraising, they had raised over $100 billion to put into AI. Wow. And this guy was leading it. Okay. So this is not, the things we're talking about today isn't, isn't just random things that we're just learning about some random journalist that's writing an article. These are from the kings of the earth and what they are building. And he believes that there's going to be a trillion connected devices by 2030. Okay, and every single one of them is going to be data collectors. And and, and I've talked about it on the show show before. It wasn't in my notes or anything like this, but what's going to happen? And I remember in that lecture, he talked about how they're all going to be sending it to something called what they are calling... A global brain. A global. That's what they are calling it. They're calling it, not me. This (laughs) isn't some some fancy word I thought that describe it. They're referring to it. The elite are referring to what they're building as a global brain, Mm. and how one of the things going to be uh, instituted is they're going to be able to have all these devices collecting data, and the world is going to be connected through a system like a spider web over the earth. Through low Earth orbiting satellites. Remember the LEO satellites. So by the year 2030, we will likely have somewhere around 40,000 plus LEO satellites circling the Earth. Okay? So there have already been a few thousand that have been sent up over the past two to three years. And to put that in perspective, if you go back to, let's say, I don't know, anywhere between 2005 to maybe 2000, and, 17, 18-ish, somewhere around there, there were at any given, well, it's actually different speculation on this, but to put a window on it, there were somewhere between 800 to 1,100 active satellites around the earth. Mm-hmm. And by 2030, there will likely be over 40,000. Wow. wow. They are creating a spider web all around the world, and these devices are going to be collecting your data sending it to that it's going to be uh, the web around the world from the leo satellites and then ultimately sending it to a global brain a global so how much brain. money is to be had mm. well how much money can you make from that type of power mm. Mm. and once again that kind of goes back to the wealthiest family in all of the world with the most profitable country in the history of mankind is selling the thing that the very thing that has made them rich to invest into this new world of artificial intelligence. Mm.
1: Wow. Wow. We have entered into, you know. This is really frightening, but. Like I said. You don't seem to be afraid I'm of not, it. I'm but not at I, all. I, it doesn't, it gives us a very fearful future of what's coming. We're going to be spied upon in ways, <laughs> you know, we talked about a, you know, the generation of being, being mm-hmm. spied upon. Well, we it's it's beyond that. It it's, is. It's super.
2: Yeah, you're referring to like what we've been, what we've talked about for decades is, as big brother. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: This is much bigger than Big the big brother one they talk about.
2: That's right. It's like big brother, you know, being in your mind and in your heart. And, you know, it's not just someone that follows you around periodically, but is in every aspect of all of your life's And it truly is. It's it's a new form of, because everyone behind it, you know, a a common denominator of these massive technology conferences, at any given point around the world, it was always so off-putting that they were always so anti-God. They always had such a like. We're at a technology conference. Why are you bringing up God? Like, but they always had such a disdain for God, and they Mm. would mock. Yeah. God and, and even Christians in this, as in you know, when, as an archaic people that should be churning their own butter, and they're just so far removed from reality. And these are the people that are making the technology. Wow. And and, and they're and they're, they're Marxists.
1: Okay. Oh boy. So throw it
3: out there. Yeah. Put it out there. Yeah. Who
1: are the frightful? five wow. you talked about <laughs> yeah so once again how are they gathering this information on us can yeah, so you, you once tell again, me
2: that absolutely the frightful five um, are amazon apple uh, facebook google uh, and microsoft uh,
3: okay. yes
2: that is who the frightful five are
3: right
1: but I think Lori belongs to all of them.
3: No, I don't. Not <laughs> to all of them. I'm not that great. Jim. I just order things because I just need because we need things. I don't know what to do anymore. Zach,
2: what am I gonna do? Oh my and goodness. That, okay. <gasps> and that is a, that's that's the thing. Is that we don't know quite yet how to navigate. Yeah. No. It's, it's like, am I going to go off of Facebook right now? I cannot. You can't because that is a platform in which my audience watches. It's right. so like they're getting the content right. of what's happening in the world through a, a platform that's collecting the data. You know, I've often, you know, there was, there was this funny meme I saw one time. It was saying, you know, I don't care if they're collecting my data. Maybe maybe the, the agents that are that are reading all that I'm searching will finally get saved. Right, <laughs> you know? right, right, right. But it, it is a new world to navigate. It is. Because I, I do not believe that the Lord is calling us right now to just <laughs> separate in such a way right. to live like Amish. I do not I believe, believe that. that. Amen. I believe that we have to put up safeguards. We have to use it as long as we can. There are things that we can do now that we can get to later that can protect us. And they will protect us mm-hmm. for the next couple years. Right. Maybe a few years, but a couple of years. Because even the things that we can do now that I'm doing and that you should be doing to protect yourself, will one day be like putting a Band-Aid on a severed artery. Mm-mm.
1: Is this part of knowledge being increased? Is it beyond what we've thought of knowledge? What knowledge was kind of, you know, <laughs> reading, writing, arithmetic. This is way beyond. Right. This so is what you know. the Bible probably referred to as knowledge being increased. Mm. Absolutely.
2: It is, and it is right now, and it's being Knowledge is being doubled every 12 months. Wow. Ah. um, Did you say every 12 months? Think about about that explanation. So, for example, AI, I have been saying since probably 2017 that AI will be as smart as a human being by 2030, okay? I've even went back and played some of my things from that. And I don't mean like, well, 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 my gosh, Google is far smarter than, than my 30-year-old right now, right? No, that's not what I mean. I don't mean plugging it in. I mean actually having a resemblance of a sentient being. And I don't mean fully sentient conscious, but such a resemblance that it can think, create, um, even have humor and, and learn like that of a human mind, Okay. And we're realizing that chat, GPT, is on that road. So how, how has technology increased? There was a recent lecture that was given, and it's not in the format, but it illustrates that chat, GPT, whenever they sent it out, there's something called theory of mind. And it, and it and equates artificial intelligence to where they're at, Are they, do they have the mind of an infant? they have the mind of, you know, a gnat that's flying around? Or a five-year-old, or this and that? So I don't remember the exact dates, but for like a two-year time period, the theory of mind of chat GPT was that of an infant. Then another year goes by, and it's that of like, you know, like a, two, a two-year-old, which is fascinating. Then they released chat GPT just a few months ago. And after they released it, the creators of ChatGPT went back and they said, oh, my goodness. It's been teaching itself.
0: Hmm.
2: Right now, ChatGTP has a mind of a nine-year-old. Wow. What happens whenever this AI gets to a rebellious stage? Yeah, exactly. And the thing is this. I didn't know this. I was just listening to my... There's a few guys that I love to listen to, and you know one of my favorites. I love, uh, I love Glenn Beck. Yes. I listened to one of his programs. We
3: do too. I and do it too.
2: was so awesome because one of the guys that was associated with that lecture was on his program. I'm like, Oh, this is great. I've got to listen to this one. And then he brought up, Glenn Beck brought up the point that's terrifying that Jack G- GPT has the mind of a nine-year-old and that they released it and had no idea. They, they didn't know it would have been teaching itself. Know. And he says, oh, that's old news. He goes, they just looked at it last month. It has the mind of a 20-year-old. Wow. Wow! In a month's time. I did not know I just that. got chills. Oh yeah. Man. In a wow. month time. Wow! I'm mean, going to since it's 2017, whenever it was so the most bizarre thing that any human could think of, AI will be that of a man, man's brain, by 2030, and we're going to beat it to the punch.
4: Mm.
2: So yeah. what happens is this. I'll tell you this right now. So is technology being increased? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And what happens whenever we reach the age of what's referred to as the age of singularity, which once again, these are not Zach Drew's terms. These are the kings of the world. These are their terms. And in regard to technology, what that means is that AI far surpasses that of human intelligence. And that goes back to Masayoshi's son, actually in Spain even, where he said, you know, if Einstein's IQ could have been registered, it would have likely registered nearly 200, Mm -hmm. which was just which is insane. Yes. Wow. Right. He said in the age of singularity, and people like him and Ray Kurzweil and many others believe that it's somewhere, it could be somewhere around the year 2040, but my gosh, look how it's accelerating. Yeah. Right. That AI will have super intelligence. An intelligence, and we, don't, we can't even fathom this because we're, we, we can't even, these are like, it's like trying to imagine what $60 trillion can do. You just yeah. can't imagine
4: it. Yeah.
2: But he said it'll have a, an intelligence of 10,000, a superintelligence, a global brain of superintelligence, And that's why people in Silicon Valley even, like Anthony Lewandowski, who I believe made primary, primarily most of his money, he was either involved with the patents for autonomous vehicles or PayPal, I can't remember which one. But anyway, he used his wealth to start a new 501c3, federally recognized nonprofit called Way of the Future. And he was talking about, he created it for the purpose that mankind in his lifetime will worship an AI Godhead. Mm. There is a digital dragon coming, people.
1: A digital dragon. You talked about Google. What does it know about us that should concern us? Sure. I think it'd be easier to talk about what they don't know about us.
2: (laughs) I think so too. It knows your exact appearance. Thanks to facial recognition, it knows your voice. And by the way, many people right now are being scammed. A lot of elderly people yeah. are being called because they they are they can take a two oh, is, yeah. second right. clip of your voice, yes. two yes. seconds, and they can mimic your entire like your entire vocal cords through range, and they will sound exactly like you. So people are getting hold of, like, let's say, let's say your grandson has a Facebook video or mm-hmm. something. They get two seconds of that, right? right? Mm-hmm. And then they create a script, and it says, Grandma, I'm in, I'm in trouble. Right. I re- I'm in big trouble. And it can respond in real time. What's going on? Well, this is what's going on, Grandma. It can think in real time. And it's it's scamming people, and lots of people losing a substantial amount of their money.
3: Right, and and, and they always go after the elderly guys. They, do. they always go after are the seniors. Us, yeah. I'm a senior. They always go after us because we're vulnerable. And 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 you know, in the past, you know, as even after Mom passed away, and and different people in our life, and going through all her stuff, I'm like, oh my goodness, she was giving this to this person, this to that person, all these monies to all these different... And they, they literally knew her. just, And that was, you know, uh, up until a couple years yes. ago. I'm like, gosh, Mom. I mean, but, but uh, I felt like she was being scammed yeah. by a lot of different people.
1: Do you believe these tech companies will one day marry the government?
4: <laughs>
1: wow. Yes. Do you know what I mean by that? Absolutely. <laughs> they will. Uh, one, uh, it's because
2: it's... Um, Incredibly lucrative this surveillance capitalism. Oh If if
1: they're if the evil is married to evil it's gonna be Mm -hmm. very evil
2: There's a couple of articles to illustrate this I have an article here And it's called the feds are buying mountains of your personal data That could one day be used against you Let me read that article for you It says this This is from the New York Post Federal agencies are secretly accumulating accumulating mountains of data that could be used for blackmail, stalking, harassment, and public shaming of Americans. The latest federal surveillance tsunami is being spurred by purchases of commercially available information, yours, that private companies vacuum up from data from all of your smartphones and your computers and all your other digital devices and trackers. And federal agencies have been permitted to use publicly available information for investigations. Now, but the contrast between the data and the new data is is the difference between a ride on horseback and a flight to the moon, as a federal court declared. The Supreme Court ruled a few years ago in 2018 that police need a search warrant to seize tracking data on a person's car. But government agencies can simply purchase the same information from data brokers. You don't even know who these data brokers are. Right, All the companies are selling this massive amount of data, data brokers, and the federal government is buying up huge swaths of our data that one day will be used against you in the system that is coming, mm-hmm. okay? Um, also, another one that we're not, we don't have to get into, but this was one case of many. Here it says the CDC bought cell phone data um, in, in entire counties at a time to track your lockdown compliance, they're checking you. And
1: they were buying this data from these companies. And did these tech not com- do these tech companies, did they want to be God? They want to be God. And that's a thing. And I I think that <sighs> I mean, has it gotten to this point where yes. people really want to be God? I mean, we can see government wants to be God.
2: they yes, they're wanting to create a demonic parallel of like I mentioned a little bit in that clip in the beginning. Of God's kingdom. And I think that, I think, and we're going to, I know that we're going to get into that more in tomorrow's uh, program, Mm -hmm. but it's just, what they know about you is is the terrifying thing. I mean, we started with that list, but just to think, Pastor Jim, they know your appearance, they know your voice, they know your religious and political beliefs, they know your health status, your personal details. You know, everywhere you've been, location tracking is on almost every one of your apps. Location tracking is one of the areas Google excels in. They know where your home is. They know where your office is. They track and record your location through several means, including your Wi-Fi, your GPS, your cellular networks. This means that the phone knows everywhere you are <laughs> every day and how long you go there for and how long you've been there for. All the places you visit. Do you have a favorite coffee shop? You run A running route? A daycare center you use weekday? Google knows everything. They have created what is truly a digital ghost of you the places you've traveled, they know who your friends are, the company knows uh, who you're talking with and when you're seeing them, who you talk to. If you use Gmail for your personal or work email, Google has a list of all your emails and your contacts, where you meet, what you talk about, um, what you like and dislike. It's the search engine creates and sells personalized advertising experience. We understand that. I said that quickly, advertising experience. Yeah, that's Food, books, and movies, where you shop, what you buy. It understands your future plans. The company can also use data from their applications and search engines to make predictions about what you will be doing next with astonishing accuracy. What you're interested in buying, seeing or eating, upcoming trips, reservations, future life plans, have you been searching about home ownership, when to have children, best tips for traveling to a country, Google knows, websites you've visited, Google keeps a comprehensive list of every site you have ever visited on Chrome or any of their devices. The site also keeps a running tab of every search you've ever run, every ad you've ever clicked on, every YouTube video you've ever watched, all your browsing habits, from how many sites you've bookmarked, how many passwords, Chrome autofills, a comprehensive understanding of you. Wow. And they sell it. And they sell
4: it. Wow.
2: The love of
3: money is the root of all evil.
2: That's right. Hmm. The power to control one's own information. Would you say evil
1: is becoming more intelligent?
2: Yes. And it's becoming more invasive where, you know, we could simply just, hey, you know what? We're not going to put a TV in the house. Now it's it's hard. You can't. It's hard to live without, you know, simple things like like Wi-Fi and and other um,
1: conveniences of the modern world. That's right. Do you think. The modern television is already watching us. The smart TV. Oh yeah, totally, absolutely, and
2: that and that is uh, that's that's undisputed. Or, or, or it's what am I it's looking a, for? It,
3: it's a fact. It's actually. a fact. Yeah. It's a fact. I mean, <laughs> even Mark
2: Zuckerberg, you know, whenever he was talking, I mean, he would he, even with his like, computers and stuff, you would see in the background that he had black pieces of tape over yeah. his camera. Yes. They understand that, that people can hack into all of your smart TVs. Mm-hmm. They can hack into all of our computers. They can, they, uh, can hack into our, um, our Nintendo Switches and our Xboxes, like the Xbox Connects, and they can watch you. And
1: uh, many people are being watched. In the midst of all of this coming, when do you think Jesus will come? Mm. So, I have a view
2: that amongst my in-time brethren is not popular. And I wish I didn't have it either because I wish the Lord would come back in the next year, two years, three years. Yeah, And we don't even have time on today's program. You can watch the Zach Drew show on, on Pastor Jim's network.
1: You'll the be f- back tomorrow's show.
2: Yes. But the thing is this, whenever you have looked through many different end-time scripture. Right now, the Antichrist actually cannot do what the scriptures say he is going to do. But I'm telling you with what I have studied and researched and I speak about, the system which will fully enable him to do what those scriptures say he is going to do is being built as you are hearing my voice, but it's going to take a few years.
1: Mm.
2: And I think that I don't think he's, I'll say this. I do not think he is coming back in the next five to six to seven years. Mm. I think we have more time than that. Is it eight, nine? I don't know. Is it 15, 20? I don't know. But it cannot, I do not believe mm. in the next few years because there's certain things that has have to, have to take place. Right.
1: Mm. Wow. If this keeps developing, though, it, it's, the world will not be a godly place to live. No, it's not. And with the amount of data they're, they're
2: checking us, whenever the system is rolled out, it'll be so easy to identify who is what mm. and who is excommunicated and who's not. Who's a slave to the Antichrist mm. and who can freely partake in the world commerce. Yep. It's Marxism in the end, but we have moved from the have and the have-nots. Wow. right. To right. the
1: watchers and the watch. That's wow. it
3: for the wow. watchers and the watch. That's brilliant.
1: Well, yes. I'll say this: It's time to know God. Yes. yes. To stay Mother. close to Him. That's he heart. is all intelligent. Yes, God. He is. He is only one smarter than all the AI, AIs mm-hmm. and all the other parts of That's the right. world. He is great. so. Smart. God is God. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Jesus died for you and for me. Amen. I want you to go to my website.
4: Yes, yes.
1: JimBakerShow.com We're preparing places to yes. get help.
4: Yes, that's right. Amen. We have that's right, yeah.
1: generators.
4: Yes, that's right. That
1: when if EMP you know, bomb drops, we have generators that you can
0: turn on. That's yeah. right. We have the Faraday bags. They can go in to protect them from, from EMPs, things that go in your vehicles. We have all these on our affiliate programs on the Jim Baker Show. Yeah. And uh, while it is a product that you are purchasing, it is not just something that you can have sitting around your house. This is what allows the PTL television networks to continue to broadcast. But it is souls that we are partnering with you to ensure that they are saved. It's your grandchildren. It's your yes. children. Yeah. It's us making sure that the gospel is preached every day.
1: Yes. And there at our website, you will find these Faraday products. Yes. And it's one of the products that we're offering right now is the only product I know of that can keep a car
4: yeah.
1: from not running. Yes. That's right. If put EMP bomb stop right. That's so
2: right. And Pastor Jim, I just got to say this. Uh, forgive me. But I'm so glad you're talking about that. Because I actually had it in my notes to talk about it, and I had forgotten. Because I, whenever you have 30 pages of notes, it's difficult sometimes. <laughs> Everything we have talked about today, of all that the Fightful Five know, the data collecting, the, capital, the surveillance capitalism, you put your phone in yes, the Faraday bag, that's right. and it prevents it. So some, some people think this. Well, yeah. I will log into my apps, and I will click... The, the In the privacy settings, the location tractors, I'll turn them off. Mm-hmm. It doesn't do it. It doesn't? That, no. Wait,
3: what do you mean? No, 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 no. I thought no, it did. Absolutely
2: not. Oh, boy. The majority <laughs> of apps, will they, they, they have a loophole to bypass that. Of okay? course
3: they do. Why didn't so I think of that? It one? doesn't
2: work. But if you put it here, boom, travel around. Look at that. They don't know anything about me. That's, That's it. Right. Literally. That's all. You want to protect your data, your privacy? You don't want them to be- harvest you like the combines are harvesting corn, right? Your data? Uh-huh. That's it. Put in here, and they can't know where you are,
1: what you're That's doing. Amazing. Just go to our website yes. and look at the Faraday. Yeah,
4: fill Look at the Faraday. They're, they're the page. most
1: amazing. Yes. It's a probably the only complete really Faraday product. Department in the world. I don't. I don't know of any other products
4: are made here in the USA. They're made here in America. Go to our affiliate page. Go to JimBakerShow.com. Click on Faraday Defense. And what they've done is they've given us access to truly hundreds their entire catalog of their products to our partners to allow you to go there to meet the needs that you have. There's EMP vehicle. PROTECTION KITS, THERE'S CURTAINS, THERE'S SO MANY DIFFERENT RESOURCES FOR YOUR cell PHONES, BAGS TO CARRY, AND THEY HAVE MADE IT ALL AVAILABLE TO OUR PARTNERS BY GOING TO JIMBAKERSHOW.COM. THAT'S A WAY FOR YOU TO SHOP AND HELP MEET YOUR NEEDS. AND REMEMBER, AS RICKY SAID, THEY HAVE PARTNERED WITH OUR MINISTRY BECAUSE THEY BELIEVE IN THE VOICE OF THE PROPHETS. SO ANYTIME YOU GO THERE, ANYTIME YOU SHOP, ANYTIME YOU ORDER SOMETHING TO HELP YOU AND YOUR FAMILY BE PREPARED. YOU'RE ALSO HELPING TO KEEP THE PTL, TELEVISION NETWORK, AND THE VOICE OF THE PROPHETS GOING AROUND THE WORLD TO PREACH THE GOSPEL. AND IF
1: YOU HAVEN'T JOINED US WITH A MONTHLY GIFT, PLEASE BECOME A MONTHLY PARTNER. THAT'S HOW WE'RE GOING TO BE ABLE TO STAY ON THE AIR IN THE YEARS TO COME. REMEMBER THAT GOD LOVES YOU. HE REALLY DOES. BYE-BYE FOR TODAY.
3: (laughs) BYE-BYE. WE LOVE YOU. THANK YOU, ZACHARY DREW. YOU'RE THE BEST.
0: Thank you for watching today's program. Will you pray about standing with us by calling 1-888-988-1588? That number again is 1-888-988-1588. Or you can connect with us on our website at www.JimBakerShow.com. Thank you for your prayers and financial support. Stand with us as we continue to preach the gospel
5: of Jesus Christ around the world.